3: The Around the NFL podcast. The history
4: is rich. (laughs) From the Chris Wessling podcast studio, it's Around the NFL. Got Mark Sessler here, Greg Rosenthal, but one more hero. Yes, he did utter that immortal line at the Philadelphia County Golf Club. (laughs) No. (laughs) County Golf. Decades ago. It's Colleen Wolf.
1: The Poconos Visitors Bureau for Inside Golf.
4: Can you acknowledge, (laughs) Connie, uh, because you know I love those things. My
1: illustrious beginning.
4: Can you acknowledge that you personally saw to it that that YouTube video was pulled down? Because I did look for it, and it's gone.
1: It's weird. It's weird. Every trace of inside golf is somehow off the internet. That's
5: not ridiculous. Fair to the golf
1: fan. I'm sure the I'm sure uh, the listeners will find something. I mean like, because there's gotta be something A out there. <laughs> less
5: advertisement for the Poconos Golf Club. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're not gonna be happy with this in the group. Uh, B, it's now part of the history of this program the around the NFL yeah. So The history is it's rich right here, very Colleen. Rich.
1: Very rich. Listeners, if you're rich. out there,
5: Colleen's trying to erase history,
4: <laughs> if you could find in our archive of episodes <laughs> some of the great lines from Colleen's guest hosting job at the Country Club so we could re- reinvigorate that element into our show.
1: It's horrendous. There's plenty to choose from. Or just put the video back up. No, we'll
6: see. And Greg, where are the tapes? Where are
4: the Delaware tapes? Yeah. Why is everyone hiding
6: media from it's us, all Mark? all in a I vault. Don't I have nothing to hide and neither do you. I don't understand the nah. psychology behind Greg and Colleen shading their past. <laughs> that
4: sounds like an amazing <laughs> off-season podcast.
5: That's Mark, Mr. Open Book. <laughs> What do you want to know, (laughs) Mark? (laughs)
4: That was good. That was good comic timing, Greg Rosenthal. We have a good app today. Very good. It's the Tuesday show, Mm. and um, it is it it is a Thursday night preview, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, Right across the sidewalk here, the the Raiders and Rams. We're going to get to that. We are going to bring back one of our favorite games. I'll leave it at that. One of our. I can't wait one of our legacy just like that's a legacy drop that Colleen's trying to erase <laughs> eradicate a legacy seg that we'll be bringing back later um and uh, before that though so let's do some news because there's some juicy news to hit here and bang on this Tuesday hit it Gravedigger. Well
3: I mean I think we're at a crossroads I told the team I think we're at a crossroads and kind of how we you know want to want to continue down this season.
4: Yes, there, he, there he is again, Mike Vrabel. After that disappointing, uh, bitterly disappointing blowout loss to the Eagles, uh, Vrabel pointed to his Tennessee Titans team and said, "We're at a crossroads, and we're going to figure out who we are." And hmm. the organization will begin this walk down one whatever whatever it is, what road they go down without John Robinson, the general manager, who was suddenly fired on Tuesday after seven seasons. Um, The team later confirmed the news. Here's a little bit uh, of their official words on the issue from Amy Adams Strunk, the chairman and CEO, chairperson, I should say. I am proud of what we have accomplished in my eight seasons of ownership, but I believe there is more to be done and higher aspirations to be met. I want to thank John for his dedicated work to set this organization on an upward trajectory, and I wish him and his family the best. Greg Rosenthal, Titans vice president of player personnel, Ryan Cowden, will take over Robinson's duties on an interim basis. Why now?
5: Why at all? Why are the Titans making this move? in December. We don't know yet. I've been waiting. I, I put a call out to the insiders, you know, like mm. this is where... I've had a couple conversations myself, Mr. The Rosenpol. ATN insiders need to... No, mm-hmm. no conversation. I did it just publicly on Twitter. I'm like, give me the real scoop oh. here because the timing... Wait, that doesn't count. I'm just saying like, give He's me the real scoop because <laughs> the timing doesn't make any sense uh, to me. That the, the simplest explanation is it's a power play by Mike Rabel. I think that seems almost... Uh, understood with what's going on here, that Mike Vrabel is the guy who's sticking around and John Robinson is not. There's two men who have been in charge of the organization and one has more power than the other, and now he's going to have even more power. That's Mike Vrabel. But why, why Sunday night? Why Monday? Was it really that watching A.J. Brown catch passes all over you? Like, in, enraged Rabel Probably and ownership help. so mm-hmm. much that that made it happen? Was there something personal? Was there a confrontation between the parties? We don't know. We just don't know. Feels a
1: little reactionary. Like, this is a situation where Robinson was extended in the offseason in February. Through 2027. 20, exactly. In February. So it can't just be A.J. Brown, obviously. Like, there's got to be something more, which I think we'll come to find out. But, I mean, that was obviously a big deal, and it's coming right off the game that A.J. Brown got after them. But still, it's kind of wild.
6: The, the only connection I'd make is what if, what if John Robinson – through the process of it was you know nettlesome negotiations with a j Brown and all these other wide receivers under the same agent were moving getting lucrative deals and then they, the Titans basically got to the point where a j brown didn 't want to play for them. So the deal went south, and then you trade him. And if you go back to the draft footage of when they announced the trade, Mike Vrabel gets up out of his chair and mm-hmm. looks like he's about to throw the chair, first of all, but he does a little like doly tur- turnaround, and he's steamed, and you can tell he's not happy. And they said, we're on the same page with that. And I wonder if Amy Adams-Strunk-slash-other-ownership individuals were, were not IAS, were not on the on the board with the thing either. And so maybe at that point there's a there's a break between John Robinson's Program building and Vrabel, if there already wasn't to begin with, and ownership, and then this happened, and it kind of was like the flare-up. If you're in a, you're close to someone, and something happens, and you're reminded of something from the past, this was like the embarrassing exclamation point that caused a severance that they were going to part ways probably anyways after the season, and it got too hot. Just one, because I'm with Greg. We don't know. Mike Garofalo said the more that he's talked to people, the less sense any of it makes. Albert Mm. Breer said that he's talked to people inside the Titans organization and they were floored by it. It wasn't like other people didn't know this was going to come.
4: There's too too much smoke to me, Justin Graver, our producer and uh, resident Titans fanatic, uh, to the A.J. Brown situation, not just that the game just happened and it was a one-sided blowout, but the way A.J. Brown spoke, frankly, about wanting to stay in Tennessee and they didn't want me. And then a couple of days later, the GM is gone. And I'm not saying that that led directly to this, but it does maybe feel like the uh, the straw that broke the camel's back, potentially, again, a lot we don't know. Uh, but where are you coming down on this?
7: Yeah, it definitely feels like A.J. Brown maybe maybe was like the final straw. Because John Robinson built this team from a 2-14, and 3-13 bottom dweller into perennially winning season. He's only ever had winning seasons. They're about to win the division for That's the third, crazy. third Seven straight time.
5: Seven yeah. straight winning seasons He under goes Robinson. back to exotic Smashmouth.
7: Yes, wow. it, it does. He hired Mike Malarkey. And a lot of reports at the time where he was the, the – general manager that took the job because they were forcing Mike Malarkey on the, co- the whoever the general manager would be and that they wouldn't get to pick their own coach. But then Robinson was instrumental in hiring Mike Vrabel. And you'd think that, I mean, every every sign we've ever had out of this organization is that those two are in lockstep. And there was the video footage of Vrabel being clearly upset after the A.J. Brown trade. And so I think if you are just connecting dots with the information we have, if unless there's more happening behind the scenes, that has to be the start of whatever this schism is. And Ed Werder was talking to Mike Vrabel before the Titans-Chiefs game on Sunday Night Football a few weeks ago, basically asking if the Titans' running game is the only option and if they have any other ways they can move the offense. And Vrabel said, this is what we have to do. Who the bleep are we going to throw to? And you look at A.J. Mm. Brown dominating the Titans' secondary – the, a lot of last smoke, a lot yeah. of smoke, yeah. On yeah.
4: It. and it, and you think about it. Think about two weeks ago. We were talking about this on Sunday, Mark. So we we're like, I was saying, you know, let's let's hold tight on the Titans and, and burying them. Not that you guys were, but because how recently, two Thursday nights ago, when they beat Green Bay 27-17 at Lambeau, and they're seven and three. It's just it's just so strange to me that we could get so quickly from there. Uh, to a narrow loss to Cincinnati, to a blowout loss to Philly, and everything that happened with Brown, and now the GM's out. Um, It just kind of whiplash how quickly things have changed in Tennessee and what what happens going forward. It really is. I mean, Vrabel, he told us on Sunday, this is a crossroads moment. It really does feel for this organization now where they are going down the stretch.
6: I just think that if there's one – area where there's a void of information for most of us covering the game for people watching is the in-house dynamics between coaches and GMs and some of these other people. Mm -hmm. We just don't know. And so we didn't have that information. We still don't, but there's no way this just started like a couple (laughs) days ago because of just that result against the Eagles.
5: And when we're hearing that everyone seems confused, like inside the league and inside the building, To me, that makes me more suspicious that it's that it's a personal thing, especially when if you connect some dots. Look, Rabel's got friends in the media uh, in general. You can usually hear things sort of from from the Mike Rabel perspective. And yet this time it's kind of radio silent and it's a tale as old as like football time. Coach. Front office disagrees. At some point, one guy hires the other. John Robinson hired Mike Vrabel. And at some point, the power dynamics change or they don't change or they work together. And at this point, Vrabel certainly got more juice. We don't need to question that, that he's the most important person in, in this organization other than the owner. And for whatever reason, you can you can be sure that this move isn't happening unless Mike Vrabel is pushing for it. Yeah. I th- and, and unless someone is pushing back like Mike Vrabel I'll- against that, then I'll, that's what I'll assume. And I'll
4: just, I'll just say it, like... If AJ Brown goes four for sixty-one <laughs> in a 21-17 <laughs> Titans win on Sunday, I think John Robinson's still the GM.
1: Wow, he's still employed.
4: This but. is this is too weird for this you someone to play we out this know. Way. I'd
6: agree with you, but there, are, th- we could find out something completely different that the, blows this entire oh, sure. conversation. sure, but it's just like into.
4: the, the AJ Brown and I'm. You agree? I know Justin. The AJ Brown decision wasn't just any personnel decision it changed fundamentally so much about that team and what they could do and, and seeing him
6: thrive the way he has with the best team in football and it and, was dumb in the moment we killed it in the moment well i'll say this: yeah, so everyone
1: was shocked when that happened right
6: and vrabel comes from belichick i'm not saying that they're alike in any way but like it was a move that allowed the player to control the team in the titans the negotiations, hmm. the front office, it made Rabel look like he couldn't control the situation
5: with the player. I don't think that's a coach that likes that dynamic. Robinson always ranked pretty high in those uh, GM rankings I do every year. Oh. He's always like sneaky or like, okay, the first round picks have struggled. Uh, since Jeffrey Simmons, although he did draft Jeffrey Simmons, A.J. Brown, and David Long in the same draft, and Amani Hooker. I mean, that's a.
7: 2019 that's was a killer class. That's a home
5: run draft. Yeah. Uh, and he's had some bad top of the draft picks lately. Caleb Farley, and their offensive line hasn't improved a lot. But for the most part, it's like they've built a team that you know who they are. They're big, strong, and tough. They're not good up, up front right now on the offensive line. But it's like Robinson had did a pretty good job, I think, bringing in talent. I'd like, like to see
6: Vrabel driving around, you know, Nashville, listening to this show
5: a couple hours from now and being like,
6: I agree with that. They don't know what they're talking about. That was a good point. I agree with that. Not. They don't have the whole story. That's
1: for the Mark bot.
7: Um, <laughs> it seems to me that Amy Adams Strunk is not satisfied with winning the division AAS. three times in a row. AAS. I get
5: that, but it's just yes. it's just week fourteen. That's, it is. If but this happened after the season, after true. another first round loss, it's a different true, story. True, but
7: the timing of it is kind of important because the the college all star circuit's about to start. This is what the time of the year where you have all the tape on the college prospects now because the college football season is just about ending, and they got to gear up and get ready for a draft. And if you don't trust John Robinson's roster construction, which was the main point that Amy Adam noted in that statement was that the roster construction direction is not right. what we think. No, Good luck with finding something great great
4: it. Great it has, it. Has, an,
6: has an in with AAS, by well, the way, he, he, based on pre-show conversations. What did he say?
7: Uh, you guys have talked. She just met her once, your work. and she I mean, told me she liked my Twitter videos, which was a, a really cool moment as a fan.
4: At a time me. like this, the franchise and your podcast in crisis, and we're talking about personal meetings. What's the name of that podcast again? Relevant? Do we have the about Me <laughs>
7: I have it. Yeah, i to play. I Think about it. what
4: happ- What's happened for the Titans since about 11 p.m. Central Time uh, in Wisconsin? It's about me. Todd Downing gets a DUI. They get beat by four points by the Bengals. They get the doors blown off by the Eagles, and AJ Brown goes off and then talks about it after the game,
5: and then the GM gets fired. Wow. Darkness. Oh, but wow. hey, but uh, Strunk loves Graver's video, so everything's that's, great. By the way, so that's, that's also when I jumped on
6: the Titans bandwagon,
5: right around the time
6: that Todd Downing was having that's his right. night on the town, so or on the plane, then on the town.
7: Mark's on thin ice with the Titans fans right now. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't intend it to oh, no, be that really? way, but. you're you're two.
4: You're, you have one foot in two bandwagons: the Colts and the Titans, and they're both wow. literally in flames. Yeah, I don't have and a have foot in the Colts bandwagon after the And they I hate each, each other.
7: It. Those two teams hate each other.
4: <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of uh, things Mark was uh, connected to that turned into poison, Baker Mayfield.
1: (laughs) What a seg. Seg of the year right there. Uh,
4: He is no longer connected to an NFL team. Uh, He has been waived by the Carolina Panthers, uh, the team that brought him in um, for a conditional fifth-round draft pick in July He beat out Sam Darnold in the summer for the starting gig and then immediately struggled uh, with the team, uh, lost five of his six starts, had an injury, and um, when he found out now with Darnold, now the starter, P.J. Walker, the backup, when he was told he would not be starting or a backup, he requested to be waived, and the Panthers are like, see you later. Good luck. So he hits now, Mark, the uh, uh, the waiver process. There are some teams you could think of that could use a quarterback right now, including one in San Francisco. Uh, we'll see what happens, where he lands. Pretty but, one uh, across
5: the street. We might find out mm-hmm. during the show. Wouldn't be surprised
4: if we had a little developing some, news. There is some uh, birdies talking about Baker ending up with the Rams, uh, but his time with the Panthers ends. He doesn't even make it through this season. I mean, his career has had a very dark trajectory itself.
6: Yeah, I mean, the 49ers just signed Josh Johnson a day after Shanahan kind of shot down the idea that he said he liked Baker Mayfield, like any coach would say, but probably not going to shake things up. So I I would personally take them off the list. I don't know why you'd do that. Um, Maybe the Rams. I think Baker Mayfield was, was, according to Joe Person of The Athletic, it sounded like he was getting the push more from Matt Rule. And so post-Matt Rule, where Steve Wilks, you know, had interest in other quarterbacks playing, and there was the whispers right when Matt Rule got Fired that there was an interest inside the building of seeing Sam Darnold again before the season ended. That I kind of get that, like Baker Mayfield, you know, did want his out of this, but I don't think it has anything to do with Baker Mayfield wanting him out in his way out. He saw that the team did not have any interest in him in the future, and I don't know what his future is. I would just say that he signed a $21 million signing bonus, he's made additional money, he doesn't need the money. And Does a how many first overall picks are content to go through the toil and the grind of being a backup or even fighting for a backup job after that's how you got into the league. I just don't think that there's that many. And that doesn't work feel like Martin
5: David Carr, but that is notable because well, it's an exception.
6: Di- yeah. But then if you want to throw in the Baker Mayfield personality and stuff, that's very different than David Carr. And I'm well, that's, even, a, you know,
4: even Mark, like how, how this played out with, and I'm not killing him. This isn't going to be kill Baker about this, but the fact that a guy that's you know buried on a depth chart for a bad team that's had a bad year. He's in the news because he told the team he doesn't want to be there anymore if he's not going to be active. On there is something to be said for Baker. You're playing poorly. You played poorly for two years. Just be quiet and yeah. wait till the end of the season and then hit the open market and try to resurrect your career. Instead, he's back in the news for wanting to be disconnected from another team. And. It... I just wonder, and I've talked about this. I know Baker has had more success than a guy like Sam Darnold, for instance. Oh, you love
5: this take is aged like the the best wine. No. You know, you're breaking out this take. The it is a and this is not going to be Darnold. Uh, you know, is better than Baker. I'm not. Ha- I'm just saying. I
4: wonder what his market even as a backup will be, even if he wants to be that guy. I don't guy. think
6: it's. I don't think it's great no. because
1: of the extra. Because is
6: this, this even
4: a good look behind the scenes? What do GMs think about him having this conversation and wanting to be waived in the middle of December? I don't, I don't
1: even think it really matters that he says that he wanted a, a change because this it, it's clear to me that as soon as pj walker was good to go to be the backup for sam darnold that they were just going to be like okay it doesn't make sense to have baker mayfield here if he's going to be inactive and then you look at i mean forget even this season baker mayfield next year with all the quarterback free agents that are going to be on the market i mean lamar jackson tom brady jimmy g gino daniel jones i mean you have like A lot of different guys, and it's like, well, I don't think Baker Mayfield is necessarily better than any of them, so it's going to be tough for him.
5: I'm glad you brought that up because I'm starting to work on a 2023 free agents list. We're doing like an early uh, top 50 in a couple weeks, and I had done one back in August. And Baker Mayfield was ranked third among the prospective quarterbacks in August, like way ahead of Geno, of course, and ahead of Daniel Jones and ahead of Jacoby Brissett, certainly. And now you think about where Baker Mayfield would be and he probably won't make the top 101 because I don't know if he fits as a backup, like you said. And this is a chance for another team to take on What's actually, a, you know, a reasonably big size salary, a $5 million salary. So they actually have to pay him halfway decent money, $2 million for the next five weeks or whatever it is. If you, if you uh, amortize it out. I don't I don't know if anyone necessarily yeah,
4: that you are well read, Greg <laughs> Rosenthal.
1: What are you doing? Investing? I don't after even know if that was the
6: right word. For I just, you know what? Never, just keep going. Yep. No one knows if it's the right word. So you just sound like you <laughs> know something. And you some know what? Right. Bad job by
4: the host, the old Zeus. Just let it roll. Uh-huh. Because if I don't say anything, right. the audience is like, oh, they all know what he means, too. Yeah, we all, we and now wow, we know they you. They are don't. just operating at a higher level. <laughs> right. I, right.
6: It's clear you don't know what it means. I no think idea. people can just connect the dots and assume that Colleen and Mark have no concept of I what could it just means. say context
4: clues. I think I know what that meant. But the word itself was might as well been sent from Mars.
5: It's a foreign word. I've seen, word it. I've seen it before. Place.
1: I've read it before. Sure. I've never actually used it. I don't think before. So
5: I think he made it up. I don't think it's it a was, new goal. I don't think it was really correct. It was really. I just needed to average it.
4: Out and you know, and we we do have a lot so. of takes on this show, Greggy, and wrong all the time. When you do
5: get one right
1: you gradually write off the initial oh,
5: cost. Oh no, you're right. Yeah. To be clear, your Over take was well, that can I look time? if Baker was in the same situation as Darnold, he wouldn't have looked uh any better. And you're right. And I it makes me even rethink Kevin Stefanski a little bit. That T- Stefanski did so well with Baker. Mm. They almost they had a Super Bowl worthy offense with Baker. And then even a year ago like you, and now you see what he does with Jacoby Brissett, who's an upgrade from Baker, and you think like, okay, Stefanski Well, he was made I coach of you.
6: the year, so I think a lot of people did, right. you know. Give him his flowers, Greg, is your one oh, to no, say Oh, No,
3: we're not allowed to say that. Oh, in money, money in the flowers I jar. That, Mark. Mark, I knew said it, Mark. I can't believe
6: did, Mark. You of all people, Mark. <laughs> I have one thing to tell you, Dan, by the way. Yes. Had Darnold been the week one starter... He'd be on the street right now too. I think any anyone no, who played I don't that role. Think so. Well, that's my because
4: if nothing else, Darnold might not be a good quarterback, but he's a good soldier.
5: Well, he wouldn't say right, a word. I, You're right. He's zero personality. I can so that helps. see Darnold being it's a fine. backup for a long time, and whereas Baker, I don't know if it's where work. did it yeah.
4: being a flashy personality get Baker Mayfield in the end.
5: Got I, him some commercials. I, I
6: think I've already agreed with with your – that Baker Mayfield's too big of a headache at this point, but I think Darnold is, is Although you know flies who's a big so winner. far under the radar personality-wise that mm. that probably helps him. Like anyone in a faceless corporation, just float on.
5: <laughs>
6: float wow. on and collect your paychecks. Punch your time card. Have a nice time.
5: A big winner in all this, though, yes. is uh, progressive because oh. Baker was pushing hard to keep those commercials going. They're like, we got to go. And if they well, had said yes this year, which I think would have been reasonable. They were okay. extremely popular – Commercials, as commercials go, now he would be moving again, and now he's you know he's he's a problem. Like they would have to redo the whole thing. You're That's a
1: good material though. I'm sure they could figure something out.
5: He could be at home. He could literally what? be at home now, not in a stadium pretending.
1: <laughs>
6: right. This is this is when insurance comes in handy. You're a great host, Connie, yeah, uh, in your own right.
4: Uh huh. Um, this? this feels like you, I know you shot. liked you liked the last seg. Mm-hmm. Get ready for this one.
1: Okay. Okay.
4: The Browns should not have taken. Baker Mayfield, the Jets should not have taken Sam Darnold. You know who those teams should have taken? The number 32 overall pick in that draft, Lamar Jackson. Seg, 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 Seg. Who is obviously the star quarterback of the Ravens, a former MVP. The team's only hope to get to the Super Bowl, and now he's likely out of the lineup. He suffered that knee injury that knocked him out of the win over the Broncos on Sunday. And uh, John Harbaugh seemed to be playing the game a little bit while also acknowledging that mm-mm, we ain't having him on the field uh, in week 14 at the very earliest.
0: I would say it's kind of week to week. You know, it's going to be a weekly thing. So uh, as the week goes on, we'll see for this week. It's probably less likely for this week, but it's not impossible. Um, and then after that, it'll become more and more likely.
4: Uh, can I, Mark, can I just say that we just looked at that press conference with John Harbaugh? We've been doing this a long time. Yeah. We were talking before the show because Charlie Sheen comes up every week mm-hmm. on this show Somehow. in the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we were in the old newsroom in Culver City when the Sheen madness went down in that summer of 10. Remember when John and Jim went to the Super Bowl uh, the same year?
6: Did the press conference? And they, together? did the press conference yeah,
4: yeah. and the old man was there? Yeah. John, now, you know, 10, 11
6: years later, you're starting to see him look more like the old man. I guess that's what happens. It happens to you. It, it happens literally to you in your own life. The passage of time. Yeah. He's he's looking at like a he's more stately. I yes. thought he was wearing a, like that sweat. I was just looking at the sweatshirt he was wearing. Um, it's got to be cold in Baltimore. And they're just very cozy. You just wear that for like three days straight and don't even but How about that passage of time?
4: I Mark's do agree so that the, the passage of time is... He 60 years old. Mark thing.
5: Sanchez pointed that out during a broadcast. Not Mark Sanchez. It was alar- alarming. Ooh. John Horclaw Hall- oh. is a young 60 years old Oh, no. Joe Buck. Oh, God, Gravedigger just destroyed you there. He sniped you. The Alliance. No, I like accuracy. The Alliance. I don't. I, it's a false <laughs> I don't think Greg
7: to look like he yeah, doesn't know. No, I, yeah. I take
5: it as a compliment that we're a news but information. But ready. I mean, he got yeah, to it was, quickly. He's remember he remember Macho Man and Hulk coming. Hogan, the mega powers explode over yes. Elizabeth. Yep. Well, that's what just happened here. Yep. We're, we're stronger than that. We had no, a great no, Monday no, night. Yeah. It's and embarrassing we are. for you, Greg. Oh well, that's a good point. Graver uh helped me out with the Monday night <laughs> recap last night. Oh, Fun yeah? game. Those Bucks. Well, it's all over now. Never say die. Well,
4: oh, it was. Never say day die game for the Bucks. Let's uh focus on Lamar Jackson though. Sure. Does this team have any shot if he's going to miss extended time cuz everybody loves to talk about um how uh they have a really good backup and Ty Huntley, but they did lose 4-5 four four, down the stretch here Connie last year. Are they just going to repeat that? if this happens again and Lamar misses extensive time.
1: And we talked a little bit about this on the Power Rankings podcast, which you guys can check out and subscribe to and tell all your friends about. But this does have shades of 2021 all over it. And the Ravens were struggling on offense before with Lamar Jackson. So now they have Tyler Huntley, who's just a less dynamic Lamar Jackson. I mean, it is helpful that they don't have to change the offense a ton because he can move around with his legs. He is a similar style, but just not as good as Lamar Jackson. But that's going to be tough for them now because I didn't feel good about them for a while.
5: Same. They're at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, and then Atlanta. I I, I would think, based on the way Harbaugh was talking, Lamar Jackson would be back either during that stretch or or after it. That's That's a manageable stretch. But, I mean, I look at them as underdogs this week. I don't think they're a consistent running team with Lamar. They just don't have... They're just so short on weapons. Everything we said about the Packers, everyone was so worried about this year. Like You can multiply that with the Ravens passing. In fact, Duvernay doesn't look as explosive as he used to. They really don't have a wide receiver. They just have Mike Mark Andrews and now a backup quarterback. Maybe,
4: maybe Eric Dacasa should just be fortunate that Mike Vrabel isn't his head coach. Well, I think get the, whacked.
6: the Ravens have also... <laughs> But so are the Titans. Super Bowl rings, you know, there's...
4: Well,
5: we I don't think it'll be like last year with them falling out of the playoffs, but uh, the Bengals, yeah, but have, to the don't Bengals have, have to feel pretty good. If they don't good. have
4: playmakers they could trust to help the backup quarterback, and we've seen that defense crumble in crunch time multiple times this year, like, what's
6: there? Well, I think the thing is, if you keep get... keep it afloat. If you're going to get Lamar back in like three weeks, say, right? Need him back. I right, guess so you, a, let's say you take two of three against Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta, which is very feasible. Mm. You're fine. And also Tyler Huntley, I don't think I is don't a know. bad backup yeah. man. I think Tyler Huntley, I, I'm not saying he's perfect, but the one thing they have going for him is he, they don't have a totally different type of quarterback that they're inserting in in their Do offense, which is two already three limited. is the more likely scenario. Well, I already told you they're not winning the division, so they're trying to sneak in as a wild card. We'll see. I mean, the, you they, already they, told me that. Yes, I said the Bengals on. Sunday Are night listening? or winning the division.
5: That you have to remember <laughs> everything Mark says <laughs> opinion-wise on football. That's true for me, too. You have to remember every take I've had. I would say that. it's it would 50-50, Dan. Those three games, I think uh, it's 50-50 whether they go 2-1 and one or 1-2. One That's good they, analysis. <laughs> you know, everything in is 50-50. I, I think they'll lose in Pittsburgh and then at Browns, Falcons, decent chance you can sweep those, but it wouldn't surprise you, you may, me if they lost one. You may be one.
6: dealing with Desmond Ritter by the time they play the Falcons. I, I am
4: looking be, into probably. the crystal ball. Two out of three, they drop. Yikes.
5: And Lamar, it could be a one-week injury. They say PCL injuries are like one to three weeks. We'll see.
6: That's what Zach Wilson had a year ago.
5: Finally in the news, uh,
4: this this Odell story is turning into farce. Um,
1: <laughs> it's just never going to It end. just
4: is. I mean, is it getting a little bit funky smelling to anyone else at this point. Uh, Beckham, who's going on the free agent tour. He's all over the place, but he's not working out for anybody. And he still wants to get a deal that signs him through 2023. That doesn't quite add up for me. And Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones said he's quote, not confident at all in Odell Beckham's knee health. Let's hear what he said on KRLD in Dallas recently.
5: Uh,
2: You know, I just think this is an opportunity that is rare because of his availability. Uh, but uh, there's going to be one way or the other. There's not a failure here. I'm talking about the actual signing or not signing. There's not disappointment here. Uh, if this thing uh, works, it'll improve this team now. It'll improve it this year. Uh, if we uh, uh, don't don't have that, uh, then uh, we're in a positive situation as well. Uh, it has to improve us now. And, uh, uh, you know, that's uh, – uh, that, that's a pretty tall order, and uh, always enjoyed the Jera. Always uh, says three hundred um, words when fifty would do fine. Not only this year, but as it impacts the year's word economy is not to, his uh, thing. The financial aspect.
4: He it. was the uh, speaking of the old newsroom days. Oh, I, was, I
6: know what you're going to say right. Uh, yeah.
4: His cadence is so halting. Yeah. that he's the one guy that you can transcribe without having to stop your recorder <laughs> over and over again.
6: When also he um, he would do that radio show every week, and so no matter what he'd say. He could do a nursery rhyme, and we post a news story about it because it was the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And those long quotes you have to sit there and transcribe, it would take like 45 minutes For to your point that he just wanders left and right. But there'd be no punctuation. It's all just one sentence that keeps going up and down. Semicolon, (laughs) ellipses, parentheses.
4: (laughs) He
1: really takes you behind the curtain. Yeah.
4: Ralph Vacchiano also reported that um, there is, quote, considerable doubt that Beckham can even return to play this year. So –
6: what are you doing? That know. explains Just, everything. Yeah. In
5: yeah. His first ACL. Well, not everything. I don't know what happened on that plane, but most things. No, that doesn't, that's not explained. He was at the Mavericks game. He's I don't having know if a great time last night. I know he's having a good time. But if you're not it's healthy, why, why are they
6: putting like- these teams <laughs> through this? I mean, I know that it's everything's about yourself that these, in this world right now, but it's like you're OBJ and you're flying around. You're not healthy, and teams are discovering that on the fly. You're wasting everyone's time.
4: Yeah, he is wasting our time. Let's move on. Breaking news. What? Hello. I love when it happens during the show. So we're not lamenting it on text Baker? immediately after. Baker? Baker Mayfield has been claimed by the Los Angeles Rams.
3: Ooh. The Rams who
4: have sent, uh, of course, Matthew Stafford to IR with that neck issue. They have um, Wolford, John Wolford, John Wolford, at quarterback. He was, you know. He's, he's also mean,
5: hurt. He got hurt late in that game.
4: So Wolford's banged up and they need a body. This is. Maybe not put too much into economy. This is a team that needs a warm body, and Baker is that. Uh, but Baker in Los Angeles looks like it's a thing.
1: Yeah. And, well, if uh, if the Niners didn't already sign someone, I would have thought immediately that this was just a move to block Baker from going <laughs> to the Niners. I love that. Because that's how my petty brain works. But wouldn't but it help
5: the Rams? It also helps the Baker too. on it. But
1: more so, (laughs) vengeance.
5: (laughs) uh, By the way, the uh, amortized amount, which, again, might not be the right word, Mm -hmm. $1.35 million, which they'll have to pay the rest of the year. It's about next year. Let me Google this. Did Greg make up the word No, I mean, it's a real word. I don't know if I'm using it well. It means, like, you know, averaging out your mortgage. Let's explore this topic again. (laughs) No, it's not. Uh, I don't like uh, what (laughs) they did at ESPN sending out Baker in a Rams uniform. It's clearly John Wolford, and they put... Which you know, doesn't seem. Did Wolford give it's his a permission? Human rights move right. Move to use his body in that way, uh, to put his body below Baker believe We're still doing fool. the news, by Head. uh This is this, crazy. This
1: podcast uh, is never going to end.
5: I don't think this uh, <laughs> move happens if Matthew Stafford isn't potentially done in terms of his career. This is a 2023 move. They, they mm. have to see, they want to uh. see if Baker Mayfield could potentially Play be part of the mix mm. next year. Either competing for a job or a backup or anything else. I hope they're not putting too much, too many eggs in
4: this Baker basket, though. No, they're not. Based on everything free. we've been talking it's about, it's a free. You know, yeah. just we yeah. can now trial. see
6: them out on the town. Though there was a, there was a period where uh, there were Baker Mayfield billboards in Los Angeles that everyone was making fun of on text. It, it was and re, it here. really
1: threw me when I saw it on the four hundred and five. It just didn't make right. any sense to me why you have quarter, you have uh, Matthew Stafford here in town, you have other athletes and celebrities. It, it didn't here in town. make a lot why of sense. Why do you have Baker Mayfield on the side of the four hundred and five?
6: Well, now it does. You named
4: famously your son Colt after Colt McCoy. Imagine you had a son that lined up with uh, Baker's draft.
6: No, That's a pretty I, decent I stopped, chance. Stopped, Baker
4: Sessler would have been a thing.
6: No, I stopped draft or naming children after Browns quarterbacks after one, one of them. After well, I'm just one. saying, but in it another also my last child.
4: universe could have been Johnny, a Johnny Sessler too. And that would have been worse. than
5: Jacoby. Yeah. Jacoby, if it was like a week seven baby this year, you know, before the Jacoby
6: Sessler. I like yeah, kind of like that. That works a little bit.
5: That's anyway. Nice. Hmm. Um, there's,
6: still a, there's
4: still a chance. So we're talking Beckham. We're talking May. Let's talk about some guys that matter when we get back. That's what's happening in the news.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses.
4: I think Kobe and everybody in their prime,
1: Kobe would win
0: a one-on-one yeah I, Yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding.
3: He's going to guard. He's going to
4: exactly. guard. Like You see him in the exactly. Olympics, he's going guard, and then on I'm top of that.
0: like that,
3: see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell, to Point Game. I remember you came out from room crying, tears. Crying, I mean, he was in a culture shock. and he's, he's going to
0: withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs>
3: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs>
7: From the Chris Wesseling Podcast Studio in Inglewood, California. It's America's favorite game show. What's more likely? All right, welcome
4: back. Yeah, wow. <laughs> this is a, uh, this studio audience is hyped for one of the, uh, I call them a, a legacy segs mm-hmm. of ATN. Just this like certainly is. The legacy drop from the, uh, the Philly Country Club that we will. Poconos. Poconos that we will resurface in time, but right now we're going to focus on what's more likely as we look at there are five weeks remaining, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the regular season, and we are going to um, lay out two different scenarios, and as the game uh, title should key you in on, you amortize it, Mm -hmm. yeah, and you have... (laughs) Uh, What's more likely scenario? So let's get it going. Uh, Who wants to start? Here we go. Colleen will get us going. I'm
1: ready. I love a game show. From Philadelphia, PA. Here we go.
4: Cue the applause.
1: Oh, wait.
6: All right. There you
1: go. There we go. So after a season drenched in turmoil and chaos, both. Nathaniel Hackett and Steve Wilkes return as head coaches next season. Other one. Or both Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers ghost the Greybeards and return for at least another season as starters with their current teams.
4: And that is the real What's More Likely from a live show in London.
1: I love that. That's pretty good. Sold out crowd.
6: I'm going to go Brady and Rodgers because. I you know I think they love I think they both love to toy with, especially Rogers with this Court me all off season. Mm. Every time I speak, we're going to have to you have to write a news story or talk about on your little podcast, whether <laughs> everything I say. And Brady just probably does not want to go do that announcing thing right now, which sounds like something he might never do. So one more year of football, maybe not with the Bucks, but with a whole different team. No, but she them. said it had to be
5: the same team. Mm. You, oh, well, mm-hmm. I'll, but I'll even say Bucks.
6: You wonder you wonder if
4: uh, without digging into the, the man's personal life, how much of that I'm agreeing to do the announcing thing. I'm setting that up, was in deference uh, to amortize his wife, Sure. you know, and to get
6: her and children. What that usage works? What? I would say family, the family structure and the future of the fa- the Brady Absolutely. family. Absolutely, like yeah.
4: And you wonder now his life is in a very different place, obviously than where it was when he signed that Fox deal. I, I'll say this: living in the moment. But that's what we do on the show sometimes. That hacking and hacking is. Gone. I mean, he's as Obviously. good as gone.
5: That's,
4: that's what really makes this and, one tough. And, and Rodgers, um, I really think a, a strong finish from Rodgers, and I think it matters in a way. I was thinking about this, the Christian Watson turning into a, a big star potentially here. Yeah, That gives them something to have hope, and then Rodgers can talk with management and say, all right, now go get me a big receiver. I pair him with Watson, make some fixes on this D, and let's go for it again. I, I That wouldn't surprise me, and Brady's not going anywhere. That's m- way more oh, likely wow. to me.
5: I, really? I think it's I think it's more likely Rodgers and Brady, but let's break it down. Hackett.
1: Gone. he got gone. gone. And yeah. that's
5: why that's but what about less likely. Wilkes. Wilkes got a real chance. I think it might be even close to 50 50, especially mm-hmm. if they win mm-hmm. three out of the last five. I think he's back. And I think there's a chance they do win three out of the last five. So he's got a chance, but Hackett just eliminates that. Rodgers, that's close to 50 50 as well. I think how Jordan Love plays will be an interesting thing to watch. I think they'll want to see. But ultimately, I would lean that that's higher than 50-50. He returns. Brady, I think it's way lower than 50-50 that he's on the Bucs. I think he's playing football and that he's a free agent. And there's little in Tampa, to me, that would indicate that he would want to go back there. So not 40, he, so 46, he like he's going to be on a new team. I think the Las Vegas Raiders make a lot of sense for Tom Brady, but I think there could be other teams. What about the Patriots? No, I, that well, when that oh was God. thrown out and just a random like throw things you against. You. Water. Well,
6: you know what? I just I I like, think, I love I that think... sound. I love that soundbite because yes. it's just this. Greg is absolutely certain of the future, and the NFL <laughs> is so opinion. bizarre. No, it's so the NFL is so bizarre that when that happens. We'll just play that a thousand times because it's not, it's nothing's out of, nothing would you guys, surprise me. You haven't
5: been this mad about a take since I said I didn't want Russell Wilson over <laughs> No, it's over just Mac the, defi- Jones. the
6: definitive knowledge you're of right, it you're where right. it's like, I we don't know it. what will happen. Uh, like, he could go anywhere. definitive. It's yeah. an opinion, but
5: I think if you think about the two men involved, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Uh, I just don't think they're going to want to work together again and go through that all again. Or it they just, can
6: say f you to everyone that think that has thought they can't get along, and they go back and win another I, AFC title.
5: I, I'm going to have to ask Seth Wickersham on that one, but I think
4: Rodgers and Brady's <laughs> play, play football again next year. Um, where they end up landing, whatever. That's that's yeah, that feels like a coin flip. But hack it, and Hackett's I don't think Will, I don't I think that, think that, that made it I really just
5: wanted to either. see the
1: temperature on Steve Wilkes. Because right. I think he has a, a shot. Well, you I thought
5: about including job uh, too. Wilkes in my next one. So, oh. And then he wasn't at the last second because of a result from last night. All right, go ahead. But I'm going to throw it transition. out there here. Not and as good as my transitions from earlier in the Not
4: show. No. No. Well, it wasn't even right. trying. I was no, just saying, nice uh, let's
5: go. <laughs> You've been amortized. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the Raiders. <laughs> You've been amortized. <laughs> one, <laughs> have one two straight. They're at 5-7. and seven. They're two back of the Jets. They would probably have to take the Jets out of the playoffs oh, if they go in. With the me. Raiders end up making the playoffs, or the team of around the NFL, Detroit Lions, who would have a five-game winning streak right now, Very if good. not for a beautiful throw by Josh Allen, make the playoffs. What's well, let's start with the schedules. You know, Raider,
4: zeuser has been pumping up the rate. Thank you. Zeus has been pumping up the Raiders as a team that could surprise people and get back in the mix. If they get uh, the Rams win, that gets them to six and seven. Uh, If then they go host New England, winnable at Pittsburgh, winnable. All of a sudden, the home game that we just checked off as a loss against San Francisco. Well, let's see. Let's see what the quarterback can do in San Francisco and then home against Kansas City. Who knows what's on the line uh, then? So the Raiders have a path to nine and eight, I think. And then the other team is the Lions.
1: They have a pretty Let's soft schedule. Let's take a look at
4: the Lions. The Lions the also 5-7. and seven. They have home against Minnesota. We talked about this on Power yeah. Rankings Connie. It is so imperative, Greggy, that the Lions win on Sunday against the Vikings because if they don't, that's the eighth loss, and it's just not happening. But if they do, I do think they do grab that last spot Whoa. in the wildcard playoffs. So I'm going to say the Lions are more likely, but it all hinges on the favored, by the way, Detroit Lions beating the 10-2 and two Vikings.
6: I don't oh, that- like Kirk Cousins calling this already a hat and T-shirt game because they win the division if they win the game. Don't you say like or don't. that. Oh, you don't like it. I do not like that. But it and is. I, and, yeah, but you don't – why go throw around that verbally? Just let it be under, under under the surface, we know
5: that is. I'm going Lions. Well, the Lions have a, a big game every week, right? And their next game is against the New York Jets. Humming Yeah. In the Meadowlands at Carolina and then – home for Chicago and in Green Bay. So those are all winnable games.
1: Those last three. I,
5: there's a better chance that a 9 and 8 team gets the 7 seed, I believe in the NFC rather than the AFC. Starting to seem possible mm-hmm. in the so AFC I, though. I think Greg. the Lions are a little better than the Raiders and uh I think the 9 and 8 team making it is more possible. I could see the, the Lions
6: winning 3 in a row, getting us very jazzed up. And then losing two games, they absolutely don't have no say business it Honestly, is he what? never, he never yeah. was on board. Never on Come the on train. On. Pretends he's on the train. I, I'm either so one. And if
5: not them, the Raiders. Like if, I, this over, over cause cause daddy, of the Raiders. daddy, daddy, you know, was giving us pats Damn on it, the head with the Lions, and then, but he doesn't really believe in us. I think it's amazing that you think I have that power. I'm just the, suggesting that's possible. The team of possible.
4: ATN, we don't consider scenarios
6: of them gagging then down the stretch. Th- then they'll go five and zero oh and they beat your Jets. Like you, that's I you sign up for that. I believe
1: in the Lions, just like. To be consistent here, I said that the Lions are going to make the playoffs on power ranking. You sure did. But I do think they will, just based on the momentum they have right now. They started 1-6, and but a lot of those games were close. Then they reeled off three straight wins. They lost by three points to the Bills on Thanksgiving, so they almost had that one. Then they crushed the Jags. I think they can can do it. Can
4: I just say, Mark? I don't want to be too passionate about the Lions (laughs) thing. But this tank, this team of ATN tank, runs on positivity and optimism.
6: Yeah, but I'm not going to be controlled by... by. I'm not going to be told what I have to do from a fan's perspective. That's absurd. Why do you need to control <laughs> someone else's
5: emotions? I'm it just saying. Hurts. It hurts. We, Greg, we I, hear, I don't believe
6: you have anything inside we hear of you in the th- mentions,
5: to begin with. So. We, we hear in the mentions <laughs> the Lions fans who I don't want to hear about the manufactured that emotions. That That is, I think, where it's this is coming from because we're hearing a lot in the mention from Lions fans who said, Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Greg, for believing in us all along and then that other there's that other guy
4: that's unbelievable
6: but i mean it's not even t- like the minute i walk out of the studio it is it isn't even water it's evaporated mm-hmm. into complete mist into mist all right so let me let's transition
4: <laughs> to the uh, if we're talking nfc let me just throw another one out there because we're all penciling in certain teams in the nfc oh they have a spot so you mm-hmm. can't, oh, like a team like the Lions. Oh, they can only get the seventh spot. They, go, oh, they can never get there, There's no way there's multiple wild card spots there to be had by weekend. Oh, oh, amortize this, amortize that. How about this? Brock Purdy goes full Warner and goes with the 49ers all the way to the Super Bowl. And can you imagine his uh, media night scrum? Mm, The the, uh, the chum in the waters for that human interest story. Oh, Mr. Irrelevant. (laughs) Quite the contrary, isn't it, Brock? You'll be tired of it by then.
1: (laughs) What a story it would be, though.
4: Or, and why I bring it up, the Niners Crater with an overburdened neophyte QB. Mm. And they are fighting for their playoff lives come week 18 versus the Cardinals. Now, you're going to say that's ridiculous. The Niners Oh yeah. The Niners are too good. There's there's no they're so balanced on both sides of the ball. Kyle Shanahan's going to figure it out. Brock Purdy was the final pick in the draft. He is a 7th round rookie who has all of a sudden been thrust into a Super Bowl Super Bowl competition a race this is not where he was supposed to it's not fair to ask Brock uh, Purdy to be successful in this situation if he does it's an amazing story but you look at this remaining schedule Tampa Bay up next I don't know what to make of the Bucks let's be honest but they are not going to be an easy game that's not an easy win bad oh they seem simple at Seattle we know Seattle is a tough a tough game especially on the road okay Home, Washington. All right, you're the favorite there. Washington has to travel. But Washington's a tough – Those some tough SOBs there uh, on the Commanders. At Vegas, we just talked about the Raiders. That's a team that is playing well. So is it possible – what what's their record right now? Eight, Eight and four. four. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that they run into a lot
6: of turbulence
4: and all of a sudden need that win against the Cardinals? Mm. What's more likely? I mean,
6: you're asking what's more likely. I know what I want to happen. I think Brock Purdy <laughs> – running the table or getting them into the playoffs and then having a Jeff Hostel- Hostetler, Kurt Warner would be the greatest sports story we've ever covered, and it probably will continue to be for the rest of our lives. But can I just even say that? We use those those examples.
4: Hostetler with the Giants in 90, um, Warner with the Rams in 2000, like those guys, like Warner was 27, 28, who'd been through wars. He's been, he had been through, you know, other Arena League and all that stuff. Hostetler was a, a young backup. This guy is a raw green rookie with right. no well, I experience. I believe you used
6: Warner in your example. That's why yeah, I'm, I'm saying, from
4: like, here. even that, even those don't exactly track to what we're asking Brock Purdy to that's do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like
6: I, I think we all would want that, but I think it's much more likely that the Niners, who were a couple weeks ago. Just sitting at six and four before they beat a bad Saints team, and then the Dolphins thing happened. It's much more likely that, as well coached as they are, and they have a lot of strengths, that they're basically playing four potential playoff teams over the rest of the schedule. Then would need to go and play the gauntlet of three NFC teams, mm. if not four, to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, it's much more likely that they crater.
5: I don't think wow. that will happen. You well, think it's more likely that they, that Brock Purdy I, wins a Super Bowl? Of, of one of, of of those two options, I kind of liked what I saw. Out of Purdy, there we've seen mm-hmm. Kyle Shannon coach up offensive talent. I'm assuming he's not going to carry the load. I'm trying to think of an, an example like you mentioned of a quarterback being carried along. Tom Brady in 2001 as a second-year player who was drafted in the sixth round and certainly wasn't in mean, above average. Jimmy G aver-
2: was
1: kind of carried along right. the year it They wasn't went to the an
5: Super above Bowl. average yeah. starter. Even that's a little bit of and a. And when stretch. you're using Tom Brady as
4: the example, it's like a once in a lifetime <laughs> right. situation. The way that played,
5: that's right. fair. Um, but I still think it's the 49ers making the Super Bowl. But what if it wasn't Brock Purdy started? in the Super Bowl. What if there was a Brady-Bledsoe controversy? Because I've got some developing news. That's right. Hit it,
3: Justin. Two Bledsoes out of
5: retirement? (gasps) Tom Brady traded. Sources have told uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter that Jimmy Garoppolo does not need foot surgery. If rehab goes well, he could return in seven to eight weeks. Do the math. We're five weeks from the playoffs. It's a possibility he could contribute in the playoffs. Hmm. A possibility. So we get, you know what, that's good. That's great. I'm
4: happy for Jimmy G. Yeah. Uh, But at the same time, so we're going to see a physically – Hampered and limited, Garoppolo in January. Again,
6: well Also, like let's say Brock Purdy goes six zero right. and gets you into the NFC title game. Then they do one of those things, like different starter now plays super important playoff game. The thing crumbles well, and Jimmy G is never allowed it back to San Francisco. If Purdy
5: gets that far, if it's really seven to eight weeks and they're in the divisional round, unless they've somehow gotten there with Purdy playing poorly, I feel like you'd be well, riding the Purdy train now. Well, yeah. now we can <laughs> more closely follow
4: the uh, the Brady history on that because Brady did replace an injured. Bledsoe had the job into and through the playoffs until he got hurt in the AFC title game. Bledsoe comes off the bench, helps get him the dub, and then Brady back in the lineup for the Super Bowl. Just having Garoppolo in the building and active, that would be better than what they have. Who's backing
6: up Brock Purdy right now? That's Josh Johnson, who they just signed today. He's been on, you know, 2017 at this point. If
1: it's get to the Super Bowl with Purdy, or 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 maybe be fighting for a playoff spot at this point, it's fighting for a playoff spot.
4: Greg, that throw into the back of the end zone by Drew Bledsoe against the Steelers, who caught it? AFC title game, 2001.
5: Is it David Patton? That's
4: correct. Huh. Good job. I was testing you.
1: (laughs) Wow.
5: Great moment. I mean, especially as someone where Bledsoe kind of ended their uh, string of terrible quarterbacks and so you had a lot of fondness for the man. It was a nice moment. I'm not going to look that up to make sure it's right. No, oh. <laughs> I was like, that's what He's was in great my head host. too. That just was a to just caught leave it caught one ahead. in the Super Bowl. Uh, I so I might Patton not be sounds right. sounds right. Unless he had the punt return. I, let's that was, all right. That okay. was
4: Troy Brown. Who Troy Brown. Okay. okay. Who is up? Mark, you are up.
1: <laughs> Wait. All right. Did you? did Didn't you just go?
4: I did, but I was third. Okay. Don't, don't worry about right, it. it. Would you like
5: it. me to... You, it wasn't oh, oh, saying? Yeah. David point. Patton. Big game player, David Patton. Okay. The uh, Lock...
1: I love Cesslers.
6: ...fathers.
5: <laughs> the lock, lock. Unite. That's Look. your name at this
6: point? I don't even recall. We're the Lock Fathers. Oh, here? that's right. Uh, okay.
3: it <laughs> up. <laughs> 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 let's speed it, like, let's speed it up. to get out of here.
6: <laughs> All right. Russell Wilson's camp leaks a nefarious whisper campaign that places him in a favorable light while setting up Nathaniel Hackett as an obvious fall guy, this will be fleshed out with ugly behind-the-scenes details that make Hackett look like a disorganized loon and have people suddenly empathizing with Wilson's plight. You know, this isn't being run like an NFL offense and team, etc. Russ was never given a chance and has kept a smile on his face the whole time. The vibe here is that even we are compelled to give Wilson another shot under a new staff and he somehow escapes major blame during the very long offseason ahead. Or... And I'm not going Kyler Murray here, which seems like the obvious other side B, but no, we get reports to us, obviously coming from Mac Jones's camp, that paint the behind the scenes Mm. situation in New England, namely the offensive coaching staff, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, you know, Bobbert McBobby, whoever's doing the plays over there. That is the name. As an absolute (laughs) madhouse that leads to Mac Jones. The Patriots are described as an absolute madhouse where it's like, oh, this Belichick guy maybe just botched this whole thing. And it ends up to Mac Jones playing somewhere else in 2023.
5: This will not work. Ooh, mm. Traded, huh? Well, Okay, I'm definitely taking the first one because the first one was one of my sandwich props this year, which I'm feeling good about. It was the Broncos missed the playoffs, and we have a sourced report of differences between Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett, uh, and I could see that happen. You're kind of but already. But there's a little bit of a
6: ten- This is also that we come out thinking that oh, you know what. We have a feeling that Russell Wilson was kind of the the good guy in all this where he kept on a happy face, not just bad.
5: We, we already get that Nathaniel Hackett's a disaster. Right. We haven't had those mm-hmm. reports yet, and Hackett's probably gone. We have seen a little bit of that, I think, pushback in Denver about how Russell H- Wilson, including from his teammates, has handled everything, not like he's been unprofessional. He's trying his best and all that stuff. But that's way more likely to me because I think Mac Jones, even if he is unhappy, which he— Kind of seems unhappy, and there Doesn't was some seem talk happy. about that. I just don't think he's going to play that game where he's like trying to take down the greatest coach of all time yeah. through sourced that reports. That feels dangerous. Asante him. Samuel did it, and he was fine with it. He's still doing it. Uh, it. It's happened over the years here and there, but I don't think Mac Jones is going to do it.
6: I think anymore. it'd be aimed at Matt Patricia, which I think a lot of people would make an easy target out of. And your, your Mac Jones's career is on the brink right now. If this is how it's going to stay,
4: yeah, I I think like with with the Broncos situation. The idea that you would need to drum up some type of media campaign against Hackett would be like some investigative reporter se- spending 12 months investigating.
6: <laughs> well, no, why the ingredients more, no, more King that again, that the enough. tone is like, that we spend the off <laughs> thinking Russell Wilson definitely deserves a second chance. But it here. doesn't, like, it doesn't. Because right now we don't think that don't about think him it's at all. It's a
4: story. Right. I, I, because Russell Wilson's not going anywhere, and B, he's not going to lose his job. Like, I, I think they have to have it. He's going to get a second year. And I think it's it's Hackett that's the easy guy to just cut loose and say, all right, that was bad. This this will work better. Russell will be better with this guy. That's going to be right, the story but the, around but this
6: we, team. We, we view Russell Wilson's career is over and the Broncos is sabotaged by the worst in-house move they've ever made in our lifetime. Versus a couple of weeks from now, oh, you know what? I'm kind of ready to give Russell Wilson a second chance and a big mulligan on that Nathaniel Hackett disaster. That's what the reporting would come because Russell Wilson's done that. He'd attempt to do that with the Seahawks in
1: various ways. I think the Broncos, they have to make it work with Russell Wilson. But I understand how you're talking about a PR campaign to help Wilson's image at this point. But But also,
4: he's not good at PR campaigns, Russell Wilson. No. And the tape's been so bad on Russell Wilson that there's no way anybody would would be credible that it was the coach's fault this year.
5: I almost think it's gone so poorly. And they are the worst offense in terms of scoring points Mm -hmm. in 22 years. Years. I mean, that's how. It, that, I'm almost worried. I'm not gonna hit my sandwich prop because he doesn't even need to put source reports out there. That's what I mean. It's I mean. going anyways. Yeah. It is a mess.
4: And, and Mac Jones is frustrated, like everyone else that follows the Patriots with the play calling. I think they're gonna make some fixes there, and and Jones will be back as well. So I think it's way more likely that. Shoot, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think either is likely spot at all. To be in. But <laughs> I I'd go. With,
1: you gotta, got pick laugh. one.
4: Wilson. Wilson's camp undermines the head coach. Just feels.
1: That's more likely.
4: Just unnecessary.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: All, All right. right, one more quick one. How about a speed round?
5: Okay, this one uh, involves a. Uh, like real quick. Oh wait, it was Mark. We only went around once that time. Do you want to just oh, cut wow. it? You want to get out of here? No, let's do it quick. All Let, right, quick. It's, it's fun. It's fun. All right, Tom Brady. We're
1: having fun.
5: Tom Brady. <laughs> is announcing games for Fox next year. And so we already kind of hit Brady. Mm-hmm. Or at least three of the four hosts on this podcast attend the NFL Christmas party. All right. Works hmm. Well, there's,
6: um, there are... There we go.
4: Fo- Brady's playing four? football next year. I'm just talking about the hosts. I yeah, think it's way more likely that the three of us attend the NFL Christmas party.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm a company woman. Yeah, okay.
6: I think
4: I
5: think I've maybe been hearing four. Some, I think you know w- some maybe skepticism.
6: Four. I think four is possible. Yeah. Okay. Where is it at again? T- Top, Top golf. Golf. Three of four. Four of four. Somewhere in between there.
5: Okay. Okay. I just thought we will uh, I was hearing some, on. some All right. How about this one? We are not Everyone, on, on everyone the... got very awkward there. It's tough.
4: <laughs> no, I think that's an easy one. I think that's okay. a slam dunk. How okay. about this one? Uh, along those lines. Okay. Sean McVay and Sean Payton switch places, McVay to TV for big money, Peyton to the Rams to rebuild the fallen champions, or the Seahawks get out while the getting is good on Geno. They allow him to get that big contract he deserves in free agency while Seattle can follow their old game plan from back in the day, draft a quarterback that they can control financially, and then build an elite roster around. The (laughs) latter. Hit yes. the buzzer too
6: soon. I, the latter, because I think that's what their plan was all along. As nice as the
5: Geno stories has been, has been, I think the latter is more likely because I just don't see the McVay payton thing possibly happening. That would be a bad job, the Rams' job, and I don't think Sean Payton's taking it. It's, I can't imagine well, McVay walking away. And then I also think McVay, short because he leveraged interest in, from Amazon into a massive raise from the Rams last year. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to quit now. I think that was a, a bit of a commitment. Uh, to make that move like if you're gonna make that move you gotta stick around so I don't see them trading mm. I, I never thought the Seahawks would take like a quarterback high though I mean I think Pete Carroll wants defensive players yeah, high don't they have the number he, two, he two to pick take now like, yeah right he yeah. wants to take second or third change. round picks at is this supposed to be a good
4: quarterback draft
5: Gino will be a very tricky free agent because someone will pay him huge money and is, uh, will the Seahawks, like, give him a Ryan Tannehill $30 million a year type deal? Like, we'll see. Someone will. And if it might not be the Seahawks, you're yeah. right. Johnny. Seahawks,
1: they get a new quarterback. Okay, here we go. Uh, what's more likely? The Steelers rally winning four of their last five to finish the season with a winning record and preserve Mike Tomlin's streak of 16 straight non-losing seasons? Or, after 11 years of relentless effort against all odds and against the wishes of everyone in this room... Dan successfully brings back into the zeitgeist <laughs> Charlie Sheen's winning.
4: Oh, I do it alone or it's more a cultural thing that builds up in Bubbles? Because <laughs> there's got to be more people well, like could be me br- out there. It could be
6: a bricklayer. I mean, it's her what's more likely. Been, yeah. right. Wow, winning.
4: There I, I feel like they're, I'm not alone. You know how they say with the aliens out there, mm-hmm. like we are not alone? I don't think I'm alone in wanting Sheen to once again... Grab the zeitgeist. No, I sure. think
5: you're right. And we were talking about this before the show, so I happen to have this article um, <laughs> up here. I'm sorry. Charlie Sheen is annoyed by people like you, I think. he People have said to me, hey, man, that was cool. That was so fun to watch. That was cool to be a part of and all that energy and support and sticking it to the man. And my thought is that Oh, yeah, great. I'm so glad that I traded early retirement for an effing hashtag. There were 55 different ways for me to handle that situation, and I chose number 56. And it keeps going on that he calls it yep. a meltdown, oh. and he has a lot of regrets I about mean, it. I
6: mean, I guess Charlie Sheen, like, doing heavy meth has gone worse for more people. Like, you got something <laughs> out of it. So.
5: Um, I think he.
4: Uh, <laughs> that was an extraordinary time in our history. And I think he's speaking to that. Like, how did that even happen? Right. A helicopter surrounding my house, uh, waiting on every word that was coming out of my mouth. I think that is more likely that it's back. Because the people, like me, want it back. <laughs> Chaz Sheen at the center of
5: the discourse. I'd have to go. I'd have to agree with you heavily. I'm going Steelers for sure. If you look at the numbers uh, last month or so, they're like a top ten team here. Mike Tomlin's got them playing well.
4: Yeah, they are getting better. Finally, Mark, close it out.
5: Okay, very quick. Lovey Smith
6: is retained as Texans coach, or three parter, Cliff Kingsbury is retained as Cardinals coach, or Sean Payton becomes the Chargers coach.
1: Ooh, uh
5: Still learning how mm-hmm. to set up the the crowd there. After all these years, the it's easy to forget. Speaking of which, uh, everyone didn't... should join our crowd on January 18th, Decent Wednesday. Sag. Decent Wednesday, de- it's just time we're listening to the the people, and then when we do right. a live show, we've tri- we've done what's more likely sometimes, and the crowd. Remember jumps when in. Mark
7: was just like making them do it, even when it wasn't <laughs> like the prop, it wasn't the question. He just wanted. The power over the crowd.
5: I don't remember, even remember that. He wanted the power. Yeah, he said, I, I just like to feel the power. And so watch Mark feel the power. January 18th, I where the power. Bourbon Room in Hollywood. Tickets are going to sell out at some point. So don't wait until the end. Yes. It's okay, so the I'm going to answer homecoming. Mark's
1: question. Oh, because
4: uh, Greg jammed in that transition there?
1: It, it's, fine. That it's fine. I'm just saying Let's throw it in. I just, People you know, I felt listening. like Mark was left hanging a little bit there.
6: Oh, you thank know, you, Colleen. Uh, I sense that. He, Mark's
4: he body, body
1: language and seemed then to no indicate one that responded. as well. <laughs> I would like to thoughtfully respond. Thank you, Colleen. You're welcome. Yeah. I think that <laughs> the most likely situation here is that Peyton is the Chargers head coach in 2023. I love that. It's super saucy.
4: I do, too. I like the idea of the Chargers doing better at that position. And most importantly, something that Sean Payton can't control. Uh, just be healthier. The yeah. Chargers unbelievable.
5: I agree. I don't think Cliff is – I think Cliff would be number two on this list. Lovey feels like he's probably not coming back. Cliff Man. is probably not coming back. And Texans, Brandon Texans Staley – playing a lot of coaches I think right now. the Brandon Staley era is on the line these next two weeks. So he has the Dolphins Sunday night, and then he's got the Titans the week after that. The schedule is mm-hmm. pretty easy – after that but I think there's a chance they go oh and two here I think they're inferior in terms of the way they're playing to those two teams and if they fall the six and eight they're not going to end up okay the I have a one down.
1: I have one more just a quick okay. bonus
5: can I just
4: say one thing super
1: quick
5: I
4: understand the David Cully situation they made the decision to move on the the Texans and hire Lovey Smith a, a veteran who made it to the Super Bowl coach but at no point were the Texans supposed to be even really competitive this year, I didn't think. And they're going to fire him after one year, too.
6: You're also paying like 50 different people full contracts.
4: I just don't understand mm-hmm. the, why nobody's getting stuff
6: together. a
1: second True.
4: year when clearly this team is multiple years away from being competitive. But go ahead, Colleen. OK,
1: Um. this one actually goes out to Mark Sessler. Oh, OK. okay. <clears throat> What's more likely? In a wild turn of events, the Dolphins get into the mix on the Odell Beckham World Tour. Mike McDaniel sends his best and brightest to the airport to show OBJ what the 305 is all about. First stop, courtside seats to watch the heat. But in route to the game, disaster strikes as protesters outside FTX Arena swarm their car. 300 crypto bros angry oh, at Larry oh, David oh, oh, oh. for keeping them out of the Board Ape Yacht Club surround who's BMX i8 fully loaded. With options limited at this point, Tua calls an audible, scans the street, searching for answers, dials up a prayer for Mike Gasicki. Mike, you at the game?
4: Wow, look at this.
1: Ew, gross. You're drinking eggnog? It's like 80 degrees out. Listen, I need a favor. Tua's quick thinking pays off and impresses Odell. With all hope appeared lost, hundreds of drunk Santas flood the arena parking lot. Oh, s***. <laughs> SantaCon is this weekend, says Teddy Bridgewater Ooh. from the backseat. Gasicki leads the pack of rabid St. Nick's sauced up on Nog and Jello shots, dancing like Jalen Waddell and one-on-one coverage, and orchestrated Barfarama and Suze, oh, covering no. <laughs> the marauding Bitcoin bros in filth. Gasicki springs into action, helping Tua, Teddy, and Odell, and the Dolphins escape unscathed. Y'all crazy. I love Miami, says OBJ, who Miami. recalls the story at his introductory press conference the following morning. Or, <laughs> or Matt Patricia is the Patriots head coach in 2023.
4: <laughs> oh, I see how you've done. You've done. Oh, you dastardly cat. I like that. There's no way the other thing can happen. So the it has to be Odell. That is the more likely scenario. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there's literally no world where Ode- where Patricia is a head coach in our league ever again.
6: I love that you, uh, first of all, don't, I'm glad we didn't get out of the show without you reading that. That would have been yeah. a lost would have been a uh, tragedy. gem right there. That well, was a masterpiece.
1: The, and um, there's a ghost, there's a ghost writer behind the glass that contributed to that. You don't have to say that.
4: See, we're learning something today that we don't have to always say things just so it makes us look better, you know?
1: Yeah, but I thought that it would be important to well, shout this person out.
5: That's nice, who is but the It was
1: a it was a collaboration.
5: Who? Well, we have not named a name, so it could be anyone. I'm mean, so guessing it's a six foot seven man who wears a mask
6: less.
4: and does not speak.
6: I'm going the Odell scenario because I think Belichick, when he leaves, is going to hand right it here. off to one of his children. He's going to hand it off to Steve, mm. the namesake I, of
5: the I, f- I, father one, one, who wrote uh, the book. Flying the ointment, though it's no it's they're trying to take the FDX name. Off of it, you know, be, they they are suing the company. Staples. They don't have any money to pay. Yeah. Um. The the money it was 135 million dollars amortized over 19 years. <laughs> There's
4: no way that was right. Uh, but I think it might have
5: been. Yeah. That, one, that one was
4: right. SantaCon.
1: SantaCon.
4: All sorts of angles here.
1: Mark?
6: I've been to it. I walked into a SantaCon in Northern Cal one time, and it was one of the weirdest three hour stretches of my life. No, I wasn't dressed as that figure, but I you was just, just there w- wandering for
0: around for three hours. Yeah. All
4: right, let's take a break and hit Thursday night football.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses.
2: just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
4: All right, this TNF preview is presented by Prime Video, the new exclusive home for Thursday night football all right we are across the street on thursday uh for you know a game that on paper looked very good a game it is a game game it it is the raiders who we've spoken of that are on the on a run right now looking to make it four in a row and the rams who i guess could have connie and you you handle coverage of thursday night football on nfl network the rams that might have Mm-hmm. have baker mayfield on the field i don't know
1: who knows i'm sure we'll There's talk about it a, there, a couple right? times during that pregame ESPN show ESPN
5: indicated he could maybe play thursday which seems surprising what yeah like
4: gotta get baker on the field with no practice reps having not even knowing the names of his teammates
1: Whew. okay yeah well i mean this is the mjd bull um who will be on the show with us and then ah, he'll nice. go over and do the rams radio but the Raiders at this point, they've won three straight. I mean, they dictated a lot against the Chargers in that game. Josh Jacobs, he rushed for almost 150 yards. I mean, Devontae Adams, look, it's a its a short week and the Rams are a disaster. So I feel like this one's pretty easy.
5: The Raiders' defensive line has played great the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah. Crosby's been great, but their defensive tackles have been playing well. Jerry Tiller, who they picked up from the Chargers, played well. Chandler Jones has... As many pressures in the last two weeks, 19, as he had in the entire season until the last two weeks. Like, he's been dominant mm-hmm. in the last week. They're, like, single-handedly bringing back the flea flicker. Like, McDaniels is just flea flickering I it up, basically. It. They got Jakob Johnson, Henry's old... Uh, friend from the International Pathway Program blowing up, up open holes. They're a fun team. They're a fun team that Danny adopted early. In
4: yeah, season. and and I wrote about this on Power Rankings. How is it possible? They have two legitimate Offensive Player of the Year candidates, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, a leading contender for Defensive Player of the Year in Max Crosby, and they're still two games under despite winning three games in a row. It's almost like, Mark, that maybe – maybe the universe is correcting itself and their record is getting back to where it should have always been, uh, which would mean they should paste the Rams. Is this even in the lock zone? I don't lock on Thursday. I got out of that game, uh, but this should, this feels like a double digit win for the Raiders. And yet they are a hard team to trust even now.
6: I mean, those six of their losses were one score losses. They were like, we were talking about like they're the reverse Vikings. So right. I think it's, it is correcting itself a little bit. And Devonte Adams has been utterly unstoppable. Uh, the Rams have the sixth worst, worst defensive pass DVOA right now. You can throw on them. Uh, they do have the fifth best run though. So I don't. I'm not. This is mm. that's also you know stacked off a whole season. You don't have at this point Aaron Donald. You don't have A. Robinson. You don't have guys that like were meant to be on this team. They have 83.4 million dollars of their salary cap on injured reserve right now. Oh so it's God. like if this Raiders team that we've talked about on this show and on previous shows is turning the corner. You got to come in and stamp the Rams. You got to, because you also, I think, need to tell yourselves you can't get stuck in these close games over and over and over. Can you exert your muscle? Can Devontae Adams go out there and absolutely dominate a Rams team that, outside of playing well against
5: Seattle, is slightly like, psychologically shattered at this point? I think that was their Super Bowl. They were so fired up for that game against the Seahawks. Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner.
1: Man, he played so well. He
5: played so well. He's played great all season. That was one move they made that Ooh. totally worked. Like, Bobby Wagner's been great, but that can only do so much. They found a guy in Michael Hecht, Hoked. I don't know who it is, playing defensive tackle for them. So they're trying to find some players that step up. But I was really interested to hear McVeigh after the game. He said it, this has been the most challenging thing that he had ever gone through. And that felt like an emotional game that they almost won. And now this might be a letdown game where they lose by 30. Gravedigger, we, we do have McVeigh because it, it was wild like how much soul-searching he is doing right now.
0: You're being honest, I think you acknowledge some insecurities that maybe you didn't think you have that that this forces you to reflect on. And um, are you really foundationally secure in the things that that really matter? Or do you let some of the outside in narratives affect your being or some of these results affect the way that you approach things? And to say that there hasn't been rough moments where some of that doubts occurred, I'd be lying to you guys.
6: Th- that's why I don't like wow. I really question and not not from a talent angle or. Careers are different. We don't all want to do the same thing forever. But like McVay does not strike me as a 35 year coach, because if you go back to the feature that was written on him before the season, he just carries and puts so much weight on himself and he gets so stressed. And so, yeah, this is the most challenging season because, frankly, with the Rams as a head coach, he's had it pretty easy. He's been given things most head coaches aren't. And he's been given a lot of shiny things in L.A. and a new stadium and a lot of attention from the league and a lot of praise. Mm-hmm. And the floor's falling out, and it's going to be more challenging. You're playing third- and fourth-string guys and trying to make something out
5: of a lost season. Insecurities you didn't think you had was, like, the line there. I was like, oof. I like the that was honesty. Telling. Yeah, I do, too. I appreciate it. Um, all right. That was the TNF
4: preview presented by Prime Video. The new era of Thursday Night Football is officially here, and it's only on Prime Video. So check that game out. Check out Colleen Wolf on NFL I'll Network be there. on Thursday. And uh, that wraps up a Beefy Tuesday show. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday with a... Should we
1: just stay until Thursday?
4: <laughs> a full talk, preview please. of week 14. And yes, as Greg mentioned... Uh, We have our live show, the ATN Homecoming Show from Hollywood, Wednesday, January 18th at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood. Limited tickets remain. Justin, how do people get to those tickets to buy them?
7: Well, the link is in our Instagram bio right now. You can just click that link. Or if you want to go to Ticketmaster.com and search Around the NFL, it's the only result that pops up. Pretty simple. If you want to go. Find the link. There you go. What, if, what
6: if multiple results popped up? I, that would be concerning to me. <laughs> be confusing. Will the lovely yeah.
4: Jessica be uh, in attendance at the bourbon
7: room? She is planning to be in attendance, yes. Interesting.
5: You hear that, Mark? Well, she had a st- that starring game? role. She was the last uh, person to leave the stage at our London show. I, I have was. a great picture of Dan and Jessica arm Rod in arm. On stage. Waving
3: Do you trust her goodbye around? To the crowd. <laughs> Do you trust her, Justin, around tumblers of, of bourbon?
7: Of course. I trust her in okay. any situation. Jessica
6: plus tumblers of bourbon could be trouble for Justin. She was a natural
1: on that stage. Sounds fun, guys, really. What did, where
6: right. did it go? I lost my uh, train of thought
4: in your conversation. What are you talking about, drinking with? Justin's living girlfriend.
6: No, I'm saying, does he trust Jessica at the Bourbon Room and just big tumblers of bourbon? This is a like White
4: a, Lotus plotline? What do you got going know. on over there in that brain of yours? Hey, spoilers! I'm just asking I'm how, where behind. he's coming from. Sorry. Just know that Mark might be plotting something, and just be prepared.
5: I'm I always prepared. Who,
6: which for Mark? one of us is waltzing around stage with her after our show? I you, which and who was behind stage talking to Greg? That was just Mark. a
5: what's more likely? I mean, you did just say on the program that her, uh, with some alcohol around, could be trouble for Justin. That was an exact quote. I, I stick by that.
4: Thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, yes, till Thursday. <laughs> Heave the call.